This episode is sponsored by ByHeart. And I feel like I need to preface what I'm going to say with this. I'm a huge advocate of breastfeeding. Anyone who knows me well knows that nursing is something I believe in. And all five of our biological children were breastfed until they were 19 to 23 months old. However, we also have fostered and adopted, and I've been so grateful for formula companies in those situations. I'm also grateful for formula companies because our last two biological children, I really struggled with my supply and did all the things, spent so much time and effort, and just was never able to produce enough for them to be able to gain weight and not be hungry. And so I was so grateful for companies like Byheart. Byheart is an infant nutrition company built from the ground up to deliver real innovation on behalf of babies and parents. Their mission is simple, make the best formula in the world. Using the latest in breast milk science, Byheart created a clinically proven, easy to digest infant formula that's made with organic, grass-fed whole milk, certified clean ingredients, and features a patented protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. They're made with certified clean ingredients. It has no soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about Byheart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast with code crystal for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. So go to byheart.com forward slash podcast and use crystal to get your welcome offer. Welcome to the Crystal Pain Show, where we help you embrace your life right where you are and give you practical steps to get to where you want to go. Now, let's get a cup of tea and spend a few minutes together. Here's your host, wife, mother of three, and entrepreneur, Crystal Payne. Welcome to another episode of the Crystal Pain Show. If you happen to hear rain and wind and thunder in the background of this episode, that is because we're recording in the middle of a thunderstorm. And you might be saying, well, Crystal, why are you recording an episode in the middle of a thunderstorm? Shouldn't you wait until the thunderstorm is over with? And ideally, yes, in a perfect world, we would. But this is our tiny little window of time that we have to record this episode because we just got back from Iceland. Last night, actually, what was it, Jesse? 11, 11 Yeah, it was, PM. Late. it was late last night. We got in about 11. Yeah. Um, last night, and we are leaving for Utah really early tomorrow morning, and today was a very full day with people at our house and different things going on, and we finally have a quiet space in our life to record this before we head off to our mandatory foster care licensing meeting tonight. It's our last one. So that's exciting, but we're just going to record in a thunderstorm because that's just, it's really pretty. That's how life goes sometimes. And maybe they won't even be able to hear it, but it sounds like it's pretty loud here. Anyway, we had a great trip to Iceland. Um, Jesse, I would say Our big takeaways are, (laughs) what are our big takeaways? Don't stay over, don't stay over a bar. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) So don't book an apartment that is over a bar because in Iceland during the summer months, the sun never sets. And we knew that going into it. It sets, but it doesn't set all the way. It doesn't fully set. It never, it never, it never gets completely dark. Right. So I would say it gets 
It's almost kind duskish. Of, yes. It's exactly the word I was going to use. I was going to say duskish because <laughs> it's not dusk because no. dusk is darker. No. But it's like I mean, the, li- the lights don't go on across the street that are that are um, automatic until like 1130 at night. I didn't know they went on at all. Yeah, just, that, that's because you probably didn't notice it. But oh, I don't notice those kinds of things because I'm not. I'm intuitive. I, w- I was just not, looking to see whenever they turned on because it was ridiculously late. But don't stay over a bar. That would be our recommendation. Two bars. Two bars. Yes. Well, the one bar was across the street, and one bar was right underneath us. Let's just say there was a lot of interesting people oh, watching. Definitely, that was, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> we a few times had to be like. <laughs> Children back away from the windows yep. <laughs> and, uh, and making eye contact with people down below. It's kind of awkward, <laughs> but that all that aside, it was gorgeous. It was country. so pretty. So worth the lack of sleep and the loud noises at night because it was such a gorgeous country. And also where we stayed, we wanted to stay in a central location and this it was very much a central, very location. central location, yeah. but we could, we could just walk out our door to just so many different places. Mm-hmm. We could walk down to the water. We could walk to all these cool little shops. We could walk to this cool church that I'm not even going to try to pronounce. Walk to the bus stations and the we, bus and stations. We did our, a lot of the transportation through buses, whether it be the tour or Caitlin and I went on a little excursion and just Got to see the CrossFit, yeah, the Reykjavik CrossFit place. But then it was all by bus and we were learning on the seat of our pants. So it was kind of fun. And we had decided not to rent a car, even though they do drive on the right side of the road. And um, according to us Americans and um, this, there wasn't a lot of traffic, but we decided against it just because gas is very expensive there. Mm-hmm. And also renting a car is expensive. And then a lot of times you're going to have to pay for parking. Right. And we just, we just felt like there were so many different variables that could make it really expensive and kind of inconvenient. Plus, and taking the buses and on the tours on the buses, it's, it just adds to the adventure. Well, and also we walked so much oh, yes. because of that. And I, and I love just getting to walk in. The weather was perfect. So nice. Beautiful. They, we didn't know what to expect and they'd said, you know, wear waterproof, um, jackets and pants because it will be wet and Mm -hmm. it definitely was wet, but it wasn't pouring rain at any point or really strong winds, which we have heard that they oftentimes have pouring rain and really strong winds. So it was, it drizzled a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and, and p- the locals are told us it's a perfect time to come. Yeah. They told us it was some of the best weather that they have all year long mm-hmm. that we got to experience. So um, it was, I think it was a high of 54 mm, one like day and the and sun was out some, which I don't know that the sun comes out a yeah, whole lot. I did notice though in the mornings that it got really hot because of the sun being out. Yes. And so it's funny because we said it's light all the time. The sun never sets. And we're like, I don't think the sun comes out very much. But mostly I, the, there's a lot of cloud a cover. Lot of cloud it just, cover. Right. And I feel like it would be hard to live there because it, even though it's beautiful country, I feel like when the sun wasn't out it, and it was kind of drizzling, it just felt very dreary. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine having darkness plus the dreariness, the drizzle and the dreariness like that would just, I feel like that would get, get to me. So mm-hmm. kudos to the people that live there, but it was a great trip. We're glad to be back home for, I guess, what was it? 36 hours. I think we got to, we're going to 
be back home. Maybe not even that because our flight was delayed. Yeah. And then we're headed to Utah and meeting up with all of my extended family once a year or sometimes twice a year. My dad pays for all of us to go um, on a trip to a new place. And so we got to vote this year and we all um, ended up, I guess the votes landed on Utah, which we're excited because that's another um, state that we have Mm -hmm. not all visited as a family. And then um, we are headed to Idaho and Montana and Wyoming. And so we're going to try to... Montana is just a little sliver. Hey, but we're going to drive through it. We're going to drive through it. We're not staying in Montana. We're not staying in Wyoming because we're going to try to go to Yellowstone. So we will let y'all know if we end up doing that. So we'll be physically getting out of the car in Wyoming. I think we can physically get out of the car in Montana. We can stop at a gas station or something. (laughs) (laughs) We stood on Montana ground. And that counts. Hey, we drove through. What was the state that we drove through? We did that to New Hampshire. New Hampshire. We counted it. So... As long as we're not flying through the state and just at the airport, I think it counts. I want to talk about what's saving my life, and that is kind of trip-related, not totally, but washing my hair once a week. Those of you who follow me on Instagram stories know that I am one of those weird people that only washes my hair once a week. And I have found that my hair, the less that I wash it, the longer I can go in between washing it. Now, I've never gone, I think eight days is the longest, maybe nine days. I maybe have gone nine days once. But um, I have found that if I wash it every single day, it's greasy and it feels like it needs to be washed every day. But if I go longer periods in between, use dry shampoo, and I'm a little creative with like as it starts to get a little bit greasier, I will put it in braids or put it up in a top knot or something. Um, But I love not having to wash my hair every day or even every other day because I have really thick, long hair. I I wish I could say that. (laughs) You would look weird with thick, long hair. hair. Just the thick hair, yes. Or just the hair, period. It would be... (laughs) Do you have a little bit up there, you know? Um, When I wash my hair, it takes quite a while because I have this thick, long hair and um, I don't want to cut my hair off. I like the long hair, but I don't like having to, um, you know, let it air dry for a very long time, um, or blow dry it for a very long time. It's just, it's a process. And so if I only wash it once a week, then I only have to spend once a week kind of going through that process. And then it's takes very little maintenance for the rest of the days. And so what was nice with the trip is that I timed my hair washing so that on Thursday before we left, I washed my hair and then I didn't have to wash it the entire time. And then Mm -hmm. I washed it today and then we're leaving again and I won't have to wash it until we get back. And so it kind of makes it, it saves me a lot of time and effort. I, you know, I completely understand. How do you completely understand? You because like, I, I, because what do you have be, to do? Be, like d- dip no, your head in the well, shower and then you're, I mean, put a, put a little dab I've, of soap. I've, des- and I've decided done. to, maybe it's a better idea to, sh- to wash my hair more than once a week. I, I don't know, but Definitely shaving once a week. That's definitely been saving my life. Well, but, I was going to say, so, <laughs> so I'm also the weird person that I shower and shave we could just every single cut day. That not, not off right there. You are the weird person. <laughs> yes, but not the showering every day. Let's hope most people are showering every day, but I shave every single day. I cannot stand not to shave. And so a lot of people will say, 
okay, so you shave every day. I wash my hair every day and shave once a week. And so we're the opposite, but it doesn't take very long to shave. It's not a process. It's like a three minute sort of thing. Whereas washing your hair, this takes me like 35 minutes to, you know, have to do all the steps to get it looking decent. But you are, you (laughs) on the trip told me that you didn't bring your correct razor. So you were just going to have to grow the beard out. Yes. Well, I didn't also have shaving cream too. I had those disposable razors that, that does a number on my skin. But yeah, I love how you you selectively decided to forget <laughs> to bring the razor. So then... No, I didn't forget to bring the razors. It was the shaving cream that I did not bring. You can use soap. Oh. <laughs> you made it sound like I didn't have my shaving stuff so I can't... People don't know the backstory on this, though, that you, you've always wanted to grow a beard, and I am happy to let you grow a beard, but I... On occasion. But I really am not a facial hair on guys sort of person. Yes. I'm not, I'm not a, you know, facial hair on women, I'm not for that either. <laughs> so, I just don't like facial hair, period. I, I don't, it's just scratchy and itchy, and I know so many women that think it's amazing and... That is not me. And so, um, anyway, yeah, so you have been not shaving while I've been not washing my hair. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you shaved today, though. I did. That was very Did you wash your hair today? Oh, oh is that what it <laughs> yeah. is? I didn't, you didn't yeah. tell me. So, every so, time I wash my hair. So, you need to start washing your hair more often. So, if, you I wash, shave. if I wash my hair every day, then you'll start shaving every yeah. day. That's, that's, <laughs> that's too much work. <laughs> Just grow the facial hair. Grow the facial hair. Yes. I also finished a book on the trip. Well, actually multiple books, but the one that I wanted to mention that I really loved was Digital Minimalism. And this is by Cal Newport. And if you recall, we had him on earlier. Um, I don't know what episode it was, but we'll link to it in the show notes. And it was such a fantastic interview. But I finally finished his book. I had started it before the interview. I brought him on to talk about deep work, but then I also wanted to talk about Digital Minimalism because mm-hmm. that's his that latest a really book. good episode. And so I had finished half the book before I had him on and, um, I finally got the second half of the book finished and it's just a really fantastic read, even though I don't agree with all of his perspective, because for me, I think that social media can be used for so much good. Mm -hmm. And I think he feels like it's almost always a pretty negative thing. Unless you have to use it for your job, it's really not there's no positives to it. Whereas I love connecting with my followers. Mm -hmm. I love, you know, getting to know people and helping, just helping people feel seen and loved and known. Um, you know, that's why I try to respond to all of my messages and, um, interact with people just because that's really important to me. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to read this part from page 28. This is, um, his kind of definition of digital minimalism. He says, Digital minimalism is a philosophy of technology use in which you focus your online time on a small number of carefully selected and optimized activities that strongly support things you value and then happily miss out on everything else. And so for me, I feel like I don't have a lot of people that I follow online. Mm -hmm. And he talks about how you can only follow about 150 people and really closely follow them. Beyond that, you it kind of just becomes all watered down and you're not really following them at a depth. Mm -hmm. And so I don't follow a lot of people online. Um, I also think of, I, 
a number of years ago, unfriended everyone on Facebook and just used Facebook for business purposes and stuff. So, so a lot of what he says in his book really confirmed to me decisions that I've made, but at the same time, you know, I'm going to take issue with social, you know, kind of his view of social media, but I understand where it comes from. I just don't necessarily agree with it, but right. Overall, I felt like the book was a really valuable read, Digital Minimalism, Choosing a Focused Life in a Noisy World, and it's by Cal Newport, and we'll link to it in the show notes. As we were talking about what we wanted to discuss on today's episode, we had a lot of different ideas, but none of them felt quite right. And so I actually did something I haven't done in a long time, and I went to Instagram. And I asked on Instagram stories for suggestions of what podcast episode topic we should tackle today. And I said I wanted something a little bit more lighthearted because I feel like we've been, I don't know, kind of diving deep and doing some heavy topics recently. And by and large, over and over and over again, you all ask for us to do an episode on our favorites. So are you ready for this, Jesse? I don't know. We are going to do rapid fire favorites. I just coined that. I just made that up. And I'm going to ask you just for your favorite, all sorts of different things, what your favorites are. And I'll share my favorites too. And if you don't have a great answer, that's okay. You can just say, <laughs> I can edit it. I don't like, <laughs> I don't like anything in that uh, category. And can I use that tone of voice? Ready? Drum roll. Favorite book? Book. Can yes. I say a series of books? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Well, I really like the in like. I enjoy in like. It's late. I in like. <laughs> that is a confluence of two words. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for the day I get to use that word on the podcast. Wow. I don't think I used it correctly, but okay. Favorite okay. book. All right. Um, I enjoy reading the. Scott Harvath or Horvath, uh, I think it's Harvath, series of Brad Thor's fiction books. And you're reading did you, another one right now, or you just finished one? I'm going to start one. It just came in the mail today. Okay. My favorite book is, well, the Bible. I think that, I was going to say that, but and be kind of Jesus, corny. God, and the Bible. It's, it's always, always the good always Sunday school answers. Good responses. Yeah. Um. For sure. I mean, that is the book that's had the biggest impact on my life. But also, as I think of a book that's had a big, great big impact on my life, and that is um, Abandoned to God by David McCaslin. It is um, kind of the biography of, not kind of, it is the biography of Oswald Chambers. And I read this- I remember when you went through that. I think I read it the first time, time when I was 11 or 12. And I really credit that as what God used to um, save me. And so I just feel like that that was a very, very pivotal. Pivotal? P- p- pivotal? pivotal. Wow, we're, we're coining a <laughs> bunch of terms tonight. Pivotal. <laughs> Not pivotal. <laughs> Um, it was a pivotal. very pivotal book and impactful book in my life. And so that's one that I always, you know, I think of my favorite book. Mm-hmm. That was, that's one I haven't read in a long time. So no. I'd like to go back and reread it and see what I think of it now. Mm-hmm. Favorite song you want to sing for us? <laughs> no, no. Um, or you could say genre of song. Oh, country music. Yes. You like country music. For me, I think I'm more of a... Uh, probably songs that are meaningful to me are ones that are Christian um, songs. I 
I feel like I always have one that I listen to over and over and over again. Um, one that I have really loved. Now I got to look it up. Um, it's okay. The one that I just, it's, it's kind of, it's a gospel quartet. Honestly, if you had, if you had to look it up, is it really a favorite? I was trying to think what exactly was titled and it's called what if, what if by the ball brothers. And the style of music is not necessarily my favorite style in the world, but the words are super meaningful. Mm-hmm. And basically, what if you lived as loved? What would that look like? How would mm-hmm. that change your life? And that's just really been a motto for me, um, you know, to live as loved. And how, if I believe that I'm loved by God, mm-hmm. how I would act and treat others and the confidence that I would have. And so that song kind of embodies that for me. And mm-hmm. so that's a song that I've listened to over and over and over and over and over again. Apparently, I didn't listen to what the title was or look at what the title was, but I know the words and there's something that I've just um, really, when I listen to it, it just inspires me to live with more confidence and mm-hmm. live as loved. Well, and you like things that make you think and that are meaningful. And- I cannot stand to listen to music that has fluff words right. or words that don't make any sense or that I feel like they uh, were just yeah. trying to fill they were trying to make lyrics to a, they had a good tune and then they just tried to fit some lyrics to it or that don't even rhyme. Yes. I, well, not, not so much the rhyming. It's just that when that you actually, sense. when you actually look at the words, yeah, what is that supposed to mean? Yeah. And it just sounds, it's catchy, but the words don't, aren't actually that meaningful. Okay. Favorite season. Autumn. Yes. I agree. Although now that we've moved to Nashville, it's not. I, I used to love Kansas autumn because it was that crisp fall air. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we don't get that here quite as soon. We don't get it in October, <laughs> usually. We don't get so it until it's more January. Like November. And so autumn, autumn ish, moving yeah. into winter. Um, okay, favorite place you've lived? There aren't many to choose from for this one. But no. Like your house, your house. I've lived in a lot of houses, so. You can't think of one that was like, oh, that's my favorite. No. For me, I mean, I feel like our the house we bought with cash, our first house in Wichita, it, like that one will always hold a really special place in my heart. Yeah, that's true. I would, I guess I was thinking before we got married, but yeah, oh, that would. Life yeah. before me. That was your favorite time. <laughs> We uh, should not do these late at I, night when we're tired. Then I, we get I slap feel happy. I like I'm digging myself in a hole here. I didn't. That was not. I didn't have a super spiritual one on that one. No. Uh, favorite movie. I used to like The Patriot a lot with Mel Gibson. I, I don't know if you've ever seen it. I I'm, sure thought you have. But I, I, have, I watch that over and over and over. I think maybe we watched it one time, and you told me all the parts I had to close my eyes on. Is that maybe. one? Is that one pretty gory? There's parts of it that are bloody. Gory. Yeah. I th- I think we might have watched it, but I. Didn't watch a lot of it because of that, so I don't really remember it. That was definitely not my favorite movie. I was thinking the most memorable movie was on our honeymoon whenever we Air Force One. rented Air Force One, <laughs> and I grew up without a TV. <laughs> and then you're like, let's go rent Air Force One. And I've been scarred ever since. <laughs> my heart about pounded out of my chest. It was so scary. I mean, you think of going from like Moody Science videos to Air Force One, it was a little bit too much of a leap for me. And yeah, I, it I took me, took me, I mean, especially because I'm HSP, 
took me a long time. I can still like, I feel my heart's just pounding <laughs> out of my chest right now. Just thinking of that. That was so scary. I um, wish that not too long I've ago. gotten, I've gotten a little better about being able to deal with movies that are intense, but that movie still, that movie still scares me. For me, favorite movie, maybe for you, that's a weird one to pick, but I, that book it was one of those books that it sits with you. I cried so hard and I don't usually cry when I read books and I cried so hard at the end of that book. I could not stop the tears. Mm -hmm. And I think just to put myself in someone else's story and to think what it would be like to walk in their shoes um, when you are quadriplegic and all the things that would come mm -hmm. along with that, that I had never thought about. And obviously I don't agree with the ending and the assisted suicide and all of that, but I think it, opens up the door for so many conversations. And mm -hmm. so the movie then, when I watched the movie, same thing. Like I knew how it was going to end. And I still, I just remember I, I was sitting there by myself. I don't usually watch movies by myself, but like tears just pouring down my face mm -hmm. again. Um, and I, I don't, I'm not a crier about movies, but that, that one just really stirred something in me. And I actually watched it with the girls and it opened up the door for just, we had this really great discussion mm -hmm. about, you know, life and issues surrounding that and um, people's choices and how it affects other people. And um, I, I just, yeah, I, I don't, I feel weird saying that was, that's one of my favorite movies, but I think it's one that just will stick with me. Probably for always. Yeah. Favorite Bible verse? Well, I was thinking about this one, and I've got a couple, actually. I noticed that I usually have a couple things for anything you say. Hey, what's your favorite? But you're putting me on the spot. So um, Isaiah 64, 4 is mm -hmm. one of my favorites. That was our verse for when we were getting married. Mm -hmm. And um, it's... Just talks about that God has planned for you, and you don't know what it is. Oftentimes, it's more than what we could dream of. Mm -hmm. And honestly, that's where we're at, and mm -hmm. and what I've seen through our entire marriage. Mm -hmm. It's just neat to see that being fulfilled. Did you have another verse? Ephesians three twenty. No, 21. you took mine. Don't take mine. <laughs> so I was going to be like, well, my verse piggybacks off of that one. Yeah. So uh, this is probably, I, I don't have a life verse, but this is the verse that I probably quote Galatians 6, 10. more than any other. And that is that Ephesians. That's what you always were writing letters to me. Galatians 6, 10. Was that about like greet you one another with a holy kiss or something? I, I don't remember. <laughs> Jesse and I used to write notes back and forth that were about we were both served in ministries at the church that there was some overlap. And so we'd have to like write some notes back and forth to, to remind him or remind each other of certain things. And then we'd sign our name and we put a verse underneath our name. And the verse always had some kind of ulterior meaning, something about love. But it was, we do it in a vague enough way that we, it wasn't super obvious. We did not do greet you on another with a holy kiss. We did not do that one, but we did joke about it later that that would have been a funny one to do. Okay. So Ephesians 3, 20 through 21. Um, this was also a verse that from after my second brain tumor or brain surgery. That this is in King James because that's what we memorized it in, but now unto him that is able to do 
exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Um, I only have this one. I should have it memorized. To him be glory. To him be glory forever and ever. To him be glory. (sighs) I can sing it. Oh, no. We knew it as a song. But I think just unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, um, I just so often am thinking of that and just how he has done that in our life and he continues to do that in our life and just believing that. And um, I think he has so much more planned for us than we can ever dream or imagine. Mm-hmm. And I don't ever want to put God in a little box that this is the life, you know, but to just be excited for whatever that is that he calls us to. And many times it is far beyond what we can comprehend. Favorite color. Green. Mine is green, turquoise, blue, anything in that hue. Favorite podcast. The Crystal Payne Show. <laughs> I realize that is not a true question. Favorite but podcast that you're not on. Um, I don't even think you'll ever... You don't. You listen to this one because you have to do some of the I do, raw I, editing, yeah, but yeah. and I, I always have to listen to it because I have to listen to it before it goes out. I have a number of, of favorite ones. I listen to Froning and Friends. It's Rich Froning's podcast with his crew. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun to listen to. Listen to one called um, Team Never Quit, mm-hmm. and it's put on by Marcus Luttrell and. Um, he, a couple of his friends and that were former seals. The the concept behind that is getting stories from people about never giving up and never quitting on life. And um, it's cool to listen to some of the guests that they have on. So. And I love Froning and Friends as well. And also the Trim Healthy Mama podcast, even though I don't eat according to Trim Healthy Mama at all. Both of those podcasts for me, what I love about them is the dynamics of the interpersonal dynamics. Yes. Um, And they're just, you get to know the people on the show and you just love how they interact. Mm -hmm. And and usually they make me laugh and they're rabbit trails and all of that. Have you ever listened to a full episode or you usually fall asleep by the time you get to the end of the episode? I listen to them in little bits and pieces. So for those of you who don't know, I usually listen to a podcast (laughs) at night before I go to bed. Not all the time, but if I need to just, especially if we're traveling, I, mm-hmm. I have a little bit more trouble falling asleep. And so I will listen to a podcast and I turn it on thirty the 30 minute timer, sleep timer. So it'll go off after 30 minutes, but. You mean turn off after 30 minutes? Turn off after 30 minutes, but I rarely ever make it through the first three or four minutes. So, but. And it keeps me up. But. <laughs> It does the opposite for you. And then in the morning, you'll be like, oh, that podcast episode, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, my brain starts wondering. I didn't hear anything about the introduction. I actually, but I actually do. It puts me to sleep because I'm focusing on one thing and then I fall asleep. But I do typically listen to both of those podcasts. I typically listen to the full episode every week. Yeah. And I have other podcasts that I'm subscribed to, but those are the ones that I rarely ever miss unless sometimes if they have on a guest that is talking about something that I don't relate to, but otherwise, yeah. By the way, there's language warning on the recommendation that I gave on mine, except not on the fronting one, but on the team never quit podcast. There's mine are very Jesus. So oh. there is no language warning. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think fronting and friends. They're usually, it's usually not usually every sometimes, while, yeah. but it's usually clean. Um, favorite place we've traveled to. Hmm. 
or you've traveled to? Well, each one has its own you know, favorite thing that I did, but South Africa generally is one of my favorite places to travel to just because of the experience and the people that are there. And I mean, <laughs> there's nothing that can really beat being out on safari with an elephant five feet from your car. Uh, for me, I know my favorite place in the U.S. is probably Boston. That's probably been hmm. one of my Mine, very favorite. Mine's D.C. and the U.S. Probably Boston. I say probably because that can always change, but that was one of my favorites. And then obviously South Africa. I've been there four times in the last mm-hmm. five years and just is really, really, really special place for me and um, kind of feels like a second home um, to me. I feel like I could go and live there for an extended period of time and mm-hmm. feel very comfortable there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because Caitlin said the same thing about Iceland when we were gone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I Iceland. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I we need, just happen I to need, be there the I best time of the, the year. Rhythms, and, yeah. uh, I need darkness and daylight, and I need them happening in a 24-hour period. <laughs> I need that rhythm. But then also Rome. I've been to well, Rome yeah. twice. And I think that the reason, really one of the reasons that you liked Boston was because it reminded you of Rome. Yes. Yeah. It's just – I just love where it's so – quaint and mm-hmm. then there are all these like open air flower shops and coffee shops and um just people at you know just living life at a slower pace mm-hmm. and i just it's just really inspiring to me mm-hmm. the the mediterranean is um generally both israel when we've gone i went a separate time than you did when we were in italy the same way i mean it was just a slower pace but Definitely amazing trips. Favorite fruit or vegetable? Vegetable. Do you have a favorite vegetable? Um, Tomatoes. That would not be mine. Mine would be roasted Brussels sprouts or roasted broccoli. But fruit, what's what's your favorite fruit? I know which fruit you eat the most of. I don't know about fruit. Oh, bananas. Bananas. For me, I think... Like a really good apple that's super crisp and not too tart and not too sweet. Kind Mm -hmm. of the perfect mix of that, like a confluence of tartness and sweetness. If only you could see her right now because she's (laughs) she Crystal talks with her hands and I just wish I took video while she People was People see me on Instagram story. So, I'm sure they can picture all the hand motion and facial motion and eyebrow motion and all the stuff that's going on. But you need you need all of that to to really get your point across. <laughs> uh, okay, and then we will end on this note of favorite thing about your spouse that she said she would marry me. <laughs> I said yes. <laughs> Best day of my life. Oh, did we ever? We told our proposal story, right? Surely we did. Sure would have thought so. Yeah, now I can't remember. If we did not tell our proposal story, we are going to have to do that on a. It's been. It's too far back now. I can't remember what all we shared, but yes, that was it. That was really epic. <laughs> really epic. Like sure. taking romanticism to the next level. Epic. Right behind your family's van, <laughs> the driveway, and the rocks. Rocks. Yep. That hurt. <laughs>
Favorite thing for for me, I love that you love adventure, that you're always up for any pretty much any idea I come up with, you are willing to kind of just go with it and try it. And I also love, we were just talking about this on the trip. I love, although I get annoyed by it, but I love that you are so in the moment. So you're so in the moment in the sense of like when we're in Iceland, you were stopping and reading the signs and really taking it in and you want to go in the shops and you want to look around and, and I'm more, I can be so agenda driven and you can just Mm -hmm. be so kind of moment led and that you'll just be in that moment. And I love that about you, even though sometimes when I feel like we need to be going places and doing things and getting somewhere and being timely, I can be, or I'm just being a jerk, but, um, <laughs> I didn't say that <laughs> I can get annoyed by it, but I, I also love that cause I need that in my life because I can just be such a driver. And so I mm-hmm. love that about you and you just, you care so deeply for people and for me and for the kids and, just have this really compassionate side of you that most people never see, but I get to see. Cause I feel like when you're in a marriage, you get to see the worst and the best. And I just feel like there's so many beautiful qualities in, in you at that a lot of people never get to see. Um, and I'm just really grateful that I should let you go first <laughs> because anytime I answered the questions when going first is like terse, pithy and well, surfacy and, and then you you go and it's like boom it's like <laughs> you're gonna use mo- you're gonna use man motions there i saw it <laughs> saw it your hands were coming up um and also jesus i'm sure, <laughs> <laughs> sure that yeah yeah i'm sure there was something uh-huh. about jesus and that sure. answer that i needed to give to so well there are some of our favorites and if oh, wait a minute wait wait wait, oh, wait. Oh, you have more to share yeah i was gonna i was just gonna jump in and, and share what i appreciate about you oh. the, really okay. okay so but we'll have to say that next time but, <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding no i i appreciate about you how you do get things done and you are a driver sometimes too hard but you stay on task and it's rubbed off on me in a lot of ways. Just I th- like I think that my personality is rubbed off on you in some ways. You know, as inevitably will happen with any any marriage that's been sixteen years. And yeah, and I've, I just feel like our personalities are so different, but yet we can clash, but we can also complement one another mm-hmm. so well. And I well, and I appreciate that you don't let things um, fester that you want to get things taken care of mm-hmm. immediately mm-hmm. and talk things through and discuss things. I know we had some issues at the airport and you're like, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. It's I've learned really to have, getting on my nerves. I've learned but, I have to give you at least 15 minutes, sometimes more like 45 minutes. And that is takes an enormous amount of patience for me, but I learn, I've learned or am learning that the conversation goes so much better if I give you a little space mm-hmm. and typically wait. You know that I'm ready to talk about it, mm-hmm. but I wait until you kind of come to me and are like, I can kind of, you kind of initiating the conversation right. and then we can talk about it. Um, okay. Well, there you have it. Some of our favorites. Thank you to those of you who suggested that we 
tackle this topic today. It was fun to get to talk about this. And yeah, especially like right off the cuff. I mean, you had all this list written down. I had no clue what was coming my way. I told you a little bit. Some of the things. Okay. Yes. Favorite book, favorite Bible verse. And you had eight other things listed. I hadn't really prepped anything either though. Okay. You wrote the list, I so you had to be list, thinking about why you're writing the list. Not, not really. I wrote it earlier today. So I wanted it to be a little off the cuff, and Good. I wanted to see what came out of my mouth, too. So, and now we're done, and you can <laughs> go to bed once you finish packing. As always, if you have any question on any topic you'd love for Jesse and I to answer in a future episode, or you just have feedback or suggestions, or you'd love for us to change something or do something different, we love to hear from you. We love your emails. And so you can send an email to crystal at moneysavingmom.com. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of the Crystal Pain Show. Have a great week. And remember, you can't always choose your circumstances, but you can always choose your attitude. Thank you for joining us today. For more great resources, please visit crystalpain.com. 